Razorback football season is upon us, and we know that there's a lot of excitement surrounding the Razorback football program. But one of the big reasons of why there's so much excitement is the recruiting job that Sam Pittman and his staff is doing, and we're going to talk all about it coming up on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. It's a lot of fun to talk about Razorback football and especially to talk about Razorback football recruiting. And we're going to do this as we go ahead and welcome in friend of the show, John Garcia Jr., who, of course, covers all things recruiting. He's a recruiting expert here on the Locked On Podcast Network, and we'd like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across all of the Locked On College Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find candidates you want to talk to faster, so post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions do apply, and John, appreciate you joining us. It's been a while. I know we've been trying to get you on for a bit, but it's good to finally have you on and talk some recruiting, man. How you doing? Absolutely, John. I'm doing well. Doing well. Happy to talk. Razorbacks, one of the more unique fan bases, angles, uh, and atmospheres in all of college football. And uh, they can do some uh, recruiting down there as well. So, yeah, this is a great time to be on with you and uh, happy to be be here. Yeah, so let's just start right there with uh, the Razorbacks and recruiting because if you look at what they've done so far, it seems like they really got uh, above, uh, above the curve a little bit or beyond the curve where they were able to get a lot of commitments early in the process and not only get commitments but address some needs and get some high-quality guys, which – I think most people understand like Arkansas is not going to be a place that's going to finish in the top five year in and year out, but Sam Pittman and his staff, they seem like they get right out after it in recruiting. And uh, what have you just seen from them so far, just in the short three year span of recruiting that Sam Pittman's been there at Arkansas? Well, there's certainly this buy-in that I feel like all the assistant coaches have and that recruits just resonate with early. I mean, everybody knows Sam Pittman himself, the, the person infectious easy to root for just a guy that i feel like nobody hates i mean maybe at this point he's built some haters because he's doing so well that's part of it but just on the surface level hard to imagine a, a guy that is more well liked especially in the sec my goodness where it's it's so volatile at times but i think the buy-in under Pittman has has just been aligned and that's really hard to do from a coordinator standpoint and there's been continuity there and i think that's helped build a, a recruiting team that every year just feels a little bit stronger because there is that stability that no longer at Arkansas. And I know your audience is excited about this. There are no more hot seat questions. There are no more. What, what are we going to be questions, identity questions? I mean, that, that should never be popular at Arkansas. And, and I think those days are, are long gone. You know, it feels like he's been there five, six years as opposed to, to going into uh, year three here. So I think the, the buy-in, the organizational top-down approach has been A1 from Pittman. And I think you've also seen Arkansas target a different type of kid. You know, it's not just your hyper-locals, right? Your Arkansas kids, your Louisiana, your Texas, and then you're kind of done with it. The footprint appears to have expanded. We hear about Arkansas more down here in the state of Florida. They've done really well in the state of Alabama. They're crushing it in Georgia, where Pittman, of course, has so many ties. I mean, so this recruiting footprint has expanded. And I think 
the perception of Arkansas as a regional brand is something that Pittman and his staff is is sort of chipping away at. And I think that's a good thing. You you've got to recruit more national to win the SEC West, to win the SEC, certainly to make the playoff. You've got to recruit beyond your means, even if you're in Louisiana or Florida or Texas or California, where there's so much good football and so much talent. I still think you've got to recruit beyond that footprint to truly have a chance at at the ultimate success uh, uh, and, and hit all your goals from a program perspective. And Arkansas has headed in that direction a little bit more each year, and now we're seeing it. Uh, just just kind of almost look easy, right? One of the biggest classes in the country, 10 states represented. I mean, it's it's really a different time to, to be an Arkansas fan, and, and we certainly see that from a recruiting standpoint. So let me ask you this. How have, has he been able to do it with his staff? Because it's one thing to say it. I think every football coach would probably tell you in college football, oh, you know, we got to recruit. We got to recruit nationally. Like, it's all one thing to say it, but to actually execute it is a whole nother thing. So just from what you've seen, how has Sam Pittman and his staff been able to do that at a place like Arkansas that may not have uh, the same benefits as other programs to be able to recruit nationally? Well, I think it takes a lot of bold strategies, and I think Pittman was the right uh, mouthpiece for a lot of them. One, you have to try to expand the footprint. I, I think you know there's there's a concept or perception that hey. If you're recruiting locally, it's because you just want to dominate your state. What did everyone say? Close the borders or put a fence around the state, all that those 90s cliches. Yeah, that's great, but you you shouldn't that shouldn't be the end game. You should want to go further. And I think you have to be bold in that pursuit. And and I've seen Arkansas being the first power five offer for a lot of big time kids, kids early in their recruitment that you're like, this is gonna be a guy. So to be the first power five or the first SEC offer has some staying power. And I think that's something Pittman uh, through his years has learned at various stops. It, there's a strategy to even when you offer uh, a scholarship to a prospect. So you start doing that in different areas and it starts to resonate just a little bit more. And we've also seen them have a focus on certain metro areas, right? Birmingham, Atlanta uh, certainly have, have been two of the primary ones. They're, that's smart strategically as well, because now there's kids who know each other that are like, hey, we can go to Arkansas together. Not something that we, we've really seen uh, in the last five, 10 years from the college football recruiting landscape. So I think those types of moves resonate with kids. And again, I think you throw in the staff continuity and a philosophy that's easy to sell um, in, in the hardest division in the sport. I think all of those things factor in as well you know part of being bold is uh is self-realization and arkansas saying hey you come here and you're going to play literally the best schools and the best players in america every single week and if you beat them you've got a chance to to really make waves and headlines along the way i mean that's something that is bold to sell because you're basically saying you know we're not going to win this division every year we might not even contend at the very top but if you contend and build you can really, you know, make an impact even without hoisting up a bunch of trophies. Not that that's not the goal, but you have to have that awareness in, in the build and rebuild of, of what Arkansas football has been. And I think Pittman and his staff have executed that uh, to a T. Well, and the thing is, is that in college football, and you know this probably as much as anybody, I mean, if, you, if you're going to be a national champion, you know, you got to be in that top five recruiting class year in and year out, or at least be in that on a high level thing. And Arkansas, at least in the modern era, I think the highest that they've gotten is maybe been 16th. Uh, that was in uh, Bobby Petrino's first year, and they had some great players come from that. But I think Razorback fans have always wondered, 
hey, they can recruit number one top five classes in basketball. They can do it in baseball. They can do it in all these other sports. But in football, it just seems so far away. Do you think that Arkansas under Sam Pittman could ever crack that top five in recruiting? Because there's a lot of people you'd have to do a lot better than. But can Arkansas be a program with Sam Pittman where they can crack the top five one year? I think it would be foolish to say no. I mean, I, I think it's going to take time. And obviously, you've got to have kind of a galvanizing either strategy or recruit that kicks it off. That's so important, right? Like Texas A&M's run last year to number one. Once Walter Nolan committed, it felt like, oh, like A&M might finish number one in this thing because then other other kids see it, right? And then it's all of a sudden you can go beyond your your normal footprint. And A&M is recruiting kids from the West Coast and Tennessee and Florida. We hadn't talked about that with them. So it, it takes sometimes, you know, a little bit of stars aligning to ascend to, to a, a place like that. But yeah, I think Arkansas is capable of it. One, because um, you've, you've got a head coach that is, is going to win the press conference, win the living room, win the one-on-ones, all of that. But then you've also got, in theory, an offensive coordinator and philosophy that is appealing. You know, this it's, it's not Wisconsin and Iowa and Michigan, no disrespect to those schools. It's something that's wide open. It, it's something that is exciting. I mean, that that old Miss game last year, I was just talking about it like the other day. It came up randomly, and I was like, man, that game was nuts. You know, that that is a brand that hasn't necessarily been associated with Arkansas on the field consistently in the last decade. So you have to kind of play both sides of that coin. Um, and, and like, again, to use AM as an example, what, what happened before Walter Nolan started to commit? They upset Bama on the field, right? It's got to be this kind of galvanizing moment and then you capitalize on it. So yeah, you're going to, because of the division, you're always going to have a chance to play a team with a very small number next to their name on a given Saturday. Um, So you compete and eventually beat those type of programs. And it does start to reciprocate in recruiting. But again, this foundation is already really strong. You know, it's not, it wouldn't be far-fetched to imagine Arkansas comfortably in the top 10 in any recruiting cycle. And and two years ago, I would not have said anything close to that. We're going to continue our conversation with John Garcia, talking a little recruiting here in just a segment. First, I got to tell you, betonline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check on all of your sports betting needs. Find your favorite sports and events and number one online source for odds, lines, and games. You can find reviews and news from every league, from Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline.net continues to be the online source for all of your sport wagering information from live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered. So head to BetOnline.net or use your mobile device today to learn more about the trends and actions, all that's happening today at BetOnline.net, where the game starts. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, continuing on talking a little recruiting here with John Garcia, Locked On College recruiting expert. And and John, I, I know we talked a lot about Arkansas and the job Sam Pittman's done. I did want to ask you a little bit about this upcoming recruiting class because, as you mentioned, they have a lot of commitments in the early part of the uh, of the recruiting period. But one position it seems like they are just going to be totally fine at is tight end because you have Luke Haas, who is arguably one of the best tight ends in the country coming out of Oklahoma. He's coming to Arkansas. Out of, uh, you have Shamar Easter, who's from Ashdown, a local kid here in Arkansas, another high-end five, uh, four-star player. And then you throw in Jaden Ham, who's another four-star player coming out of Kansas. 
it just seems like they've really hammered the whole tight end position home and, and got three really high quality guys, which you think about in most other cases, if you get a bunch of guys in one position that may make them a little bit jealous or may make them not want to come here. But these three guys, all high end guys are choosing to play at Arkansas in the same year. Right. And they all complement each other from a skill set standpoint and offer some modern day tight end ability that I think, again, rolls right into what we said earlier. It's an exciting offense that that is productive, uh, that that can get you the football in a variety of, of ways and, and positions. And uh, I, I think, again, to take it back to the the other side of the perceptional aisle with the you know Iowa's and Wisconsin's and Michigan's of the world. Yeah, they utilize a lot of tight ends as well, but they're mostly blockers, right? So I, I think the philosophy of of playing modern offensive football, uh, and you could still be physical in a spread, which is something that you know Arkansas, Auburn under Gus Malzahn has has shown us year in year out. Um, but you could still supplement that with with true modern samples, and, and tight end is one of those great examples. I don't know if there's a trendier position in all of football than than having multiple tight ends that do different things. Some profile as jumbo receivers and maybe um, the kid from Ashdown Easter, maybe he's that more, hey, I'm just a, honestly an oversized wide receiver who, who can play some tight end. And then you've got, you know, Haas is more balanced and classic at the position uh, as well. So I think you can complement one another uh, when you bring in versatile and different skill sets at the tight end position. So you can line them up next to each other. You can bump somebody out into the slot. Maybe, you know, you're not really recruiting fullbacks because nobody is. So if you do present that look, now one of your, your best blocking and, and athletic tight ends can play that spot, uh, goal line, all that stuff certainly matters. And, and yeah, I think we, we've seen success on the field with Arkansas at the position and it should translate into recruiting. That That's something that is as one-to-one -one, uh, from a cause and effect standpoint as there is uh, in the recruiting process. So again, throw in the stability there uh, thereafter uh, and all these guys are in the region on top of it. It just kind of lines up for Arkansas. And, and now you've got maybe the best tight end class in the country. I think Miami's got two or three Stanford as well, but yeah, this is to be in that conversation says a lot at that position. And again, goes against the convention, right? You, you don't think of tight ends first when you when you think of Arkansas. You think of, for me, I think of uh, front seven players. I think of running backs and, and kind of a physicality. So uh, to start to expand that perceptional footprint does some of those same uh, wonders that being bold and, and some of these other strategies we've seen uh, work under Sam Pittman. You know, you mentioned the offense and the the fun style and the explosiveness of it all, which, you know, the past few years, they really haven't had a tight end to count on. Hudson Henry was a great tight end coming out of high school, but he hasn't just really been able to find uh, his way onto the field. He's dealt with some health issues, but they've been really good at other positions, but tight end's the one. But since you brought up explosiveness and a fun offense, what is it about Kendall Bryles' offense and the way he approaches it that may make it unique and different from other offenses that are viewed in the same light? Because... Arkansas's offense has really changed a lot as far as the dynamics from what it was just two years ago. What makes it stand out from Kendall Bryles compared to some other offenses? Well, I think you've seen the ability to feature players. Um, obviously, KJ is, is, you know, you have to feature the quarterback in his own right. But with Burks last year, I thought there was just this, um, everyone knows he's the guy, but we're still going to find a way to get him the football. That, that type of, again, going back to the bold strategy, that type of boldness is, is really hard to spot in college football. I think a lot of 
coaches play that coach speak and we're hearing a lot of that now because it's a talking season you play the coach speak well we're going to do what you know what we're presented with to take what the defense gives us whatever whatever works in that light but arkansas has shown some boldness and saying hey you know we're still going to feature our guys in the process and i think we've seen um the assimilation and comfort of the quarterback position grow right along with the the chunk plays and production at Arkansas offensively. We've seen tempo become a part of it. The quarterback run has become a part of it, but there's still this, this concept of modern wide, um, you know, run first football that is, has sprinkled into it as well. So I think there's, there's this sense that at Arkansas, you can distribute the football and, and, you know, kind of get yours, regardless of what position you you line up at initially. And, and if you are the guy, there's the sense of you can still be the featured guy, even though everybody knows, you know, the ball's coming 16th way. Uh, so I do think that that's what I associate with, with Kendall Bryles in particular. And I think he'll be tied to this development of KJ Jefferson as well through this year. And, and that will help propel recruiting that position. I think it already has, right? Malachi Singleton's a really, really great get that I think we're probably higher on at, at SI than just about everybody else. Um, so I think, yeah, I think all that stuff goes together and you, you've seen that growth. So it becomes easier to sell on the recruiting trail, especially with some of these guys getting older, KJ and Burks and some of these guys, Hey, there's, there's maybe some room here for you early on in, in your college career and, and look at the progress we've made with, with these guys. So it's, it becomes a little bit easier to package to recruit regardless of position or, or where they're from. Well, and you mentioned, actually, it's a perfect segue. You mentioned Malachi Singleton, a guy I wanted to ask you about because, you know, the quarterback position, as we know in football, is the most important, especially in an offense like this. KJ has been awesome, and I think Razorback fans love KJ. He's a big-bodied guy. He can run, he can throw, and all that. But, you know, whether it's this year, if he has a big year, he may move on. And then they have a guy like Malik Hornsby who's as a backup, but they're using as wide receiver, so maybe there's that. But Malachi Singleton is something that Razorback fans are really excited about, and I'm sure they got excited hearing you say how you guys over at SI are much higher on him. So what is it about his game that you feel like will fit perfectly into Arkansas? Why are you higher on him than maybe some other outlets are as far as being a quarterback coming out of this class? Yeah, the fit here is just – it's a chef's kiss. I mean, it is just as good as it gets – in college football, like you said, he's big, built to to take on the burden of being a quarterback that you actually design runs for. But he's also got this counter to him where he can actually deliver the football. He's kind of a point guard on grass out there. And every time we see him, whether it's a game on Friday nights where he's been the guy and a winner and, and checked a lot of boxes up at North Cobb High School outside of Atlanta, or if we see him in, in other settings, he just shows up and just kind of makes you talk about him. And, and that's that's the type of quarterback that, he, that really fits what Arkansas wants to do. He's not the first pick off the bus. He doesn't have the biggest arm. He's not the fastest dual threat quarterback. But, man, he's close in a lot of categories. And even seeing him in, out in L.A. at the Elite 11, I mean, he finished sixth for us in, in a year that my industry and, and just college football in general is kind of dubbing like the year of the quarterback. To be six in any in any ranking, any setting says a lot. And that's over multiple days of work where it's not about your athleticism and it's not about your build. It's about working through situations that are designed to be uncomfortable and still looking comfortable somehow. So that tells you a lot about the demeanor and, and kind of how Malachi carries himself. And uh, I think Razorback fans should be excited. I think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the country. And I think he's he's got as high a floor as some of these other big name quarterbacks that get 
a whole lot more attention. And, you know, if it's not just me, right? I, I don't want to make it seem like we're just waving the Malachi flag. I mean, schools have been calling. And he's, you know, he's solid to Arkansas, but schools had been calling. There's been this quarterback scramble in the country the last month, and schools have have been up and down relative to some of the kids making decisions. So the board has filtered and shifted towards uh, Malachi Singleton, and he has gotten some interesting phone calls, but he said no thanks to, to most of them as far as I can tell, and, and he's on board with Arkansas. So you, you also like that maturity and the demeanor that he shows in handling some things that maybe were unexpected in the process. So yeah, other people are seeing what we're seeing with Malachi. The fit is great. The floor is great. Um, and, and the kid is great, uh, I think, on the field and off the field. So he's the kind of guy you want as the potential face of your program. We'll finish up our conversation with John Garcia talking recruiting here in just a second. But I want to remind everybody that we'd like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across all of Locked On the College Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find candidates that you want to talk to faster. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions do apply. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, finishing up here with John Garcia of SI.com as well as the Locked On College Recruiting Expert here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Uh, John, we've talked about uh, you know Sam Pittman and the job he's doing recruiting. We talked about specific players that Razorback fans are excited about. Uh, I wanted to pose this to you too because obviously – uh, recruiting kids out of high school is, is a big thing and integral when it comes to success of college football programs. But the whole thing with this transfer portal, too, it, it feels like it's just really opened up uh, a lot of opportunities for even teams like Arkansas, where you know they, they lose a few guys to graduation, they lose a few guys also to transferring out or whatever it may be. But if you talk about adding in a guy like a Drew Sanders from Alabama at linebacker and adding in a guy like Dwight McLaughlin from LSU at cornerback or Breeny from corner at cornerback or, uh, you know, Landon Jackson, like all these players, Jaden Hazelwood from Oklahoma, like obviously freshmen and recruiting and getting those guys in are big. But what can you tell us kind of about some of these guys that Arkansas has brought in through the transfer portal that, hey, these were guys that played and started at big time schools they could find some success with the Razorbacks this upcoming season as well. 100%. If, if all the things we talked about with high school recruiting and how the sell and the package and the pitch becomes easier, it's all accelerated with the transfer portal. And it, it becomes that much more critical to have, have that stability, have that the ability to feature a player, et cetera. I mean, I don't think you get Jaden Hazelwood without Traylon Burks and, and kind of his rise and his ascent. Uh, and I think you can make some of those same comparisons with some of these other positions. And, yeah, I think Hazelwood is a big physical receiver who's who's got something to prove. He maybe hasn't lived up to some of the five-star billing that he had coming out of high school as a, a Cedar Grove uh, player in, in Georgia where he won a state championship and was kind of the guy. Maybe he hasn't lived up to it. So sometimes these guys need a, a breath of fresh air. And obviously uh, for him and, and for many of these other ones, coaching changes – um, are, are part of the reason why they made these moves and they wanted a true fresh start. So I think it says a lot about the early returns from Sam Pittman when these guys were high school seniors and maybe that was the year Pittman took over at Arkansas where it was like that first impression was good enough to keep Arkansas in mind when you did hit the portal. It probably wasn't the plan. The portal wasn't a big deal back then, but it also shows you that how, how important those first impressions were 
when Drew Sanders and when Hazelwood and McLaughlin were, were in high school, that Arkansas's overtures were not ignored, you know, and, and now you can just kind of pick up where you left off when you do want to hit the transfer portal. And, and yeah, I think a lot of those guys are going to make a pretty quick impact. I think what's interesting about the, the names you listed, a lot of them play premium positions, right? Pass rushers, cornerbacks, wide receivers like that next premium position. There's, there's five we always talk about. Receivers becoming the number six one, and that they're going to creep into that list before all is said and done. So I think that's what you have to do through the portal. You have to be strategic, and a lot of those guys played SEC football on top of it. So I think there's so many built-in advantages to it. But, yeah, McLaughlin, extremely long, ball skill savvy type of defensive back. Drew Sanders, jack of all trades, linebacker, pass rusher, edge type of prospect. Landon Jackson, same kind of deal. Uh, and then Hazelwood. I think profiles physically similar to Burks. You know, I, I don't think he's got as big a hands or or, or some of the um, the long speed that that we associate with Traylon. But I do think that from a contested catch standpoint, from a physicality and, and a route tree and a route running standpoint, I do think there are some similarities there. And, and you throw in a chip on his shoulder that I know he has, and it's something that could work out really well at a school like Arkansas. So you don't put together a transfer class like this if, if you haven't created truly instant buy-in because a lot of these portal guys especially the ones you named they didn't have a whole lot of time between hey i'm in the portal and oh yeah i'm going to arkansas so they had a lot of schools reaching out so i think that says as much or maybe more than the recruiting success from the high school or, or junior college level a lot of Razorback fans are excited about it, and it's not only about this year, but also the future. John Garcia of SI.com, the locked-on college recruiting expert. You can follow him on Twitter, at John Garcia underscore junior. Man, really appreciate you joining us. It's fun to talk with you, and we look forward to catching up with you and continuing to talk about recruiting for the Razorbacks. Sounds good, John. Thanks for having me on.